Hi, welcome to Project Healing, a podcast whose mission is to shed light on true self-care, healing our inner demons, and connecting the world in deeper and more meaningful ways. We all have a story to share, and we're very excited to be a part of helping everyone to share their own along the path of their healing journey. I'm your host, Katherine Galvin, psychic medium and intuitive healer, and with me, I have my co-host. I'm Jenna Korzynski, empathic psychic medium and intuitive soul coach. I believe that we have to feel our pain in order to heal it, and that community is a large part of that process. Speaking our truth and riding the waves of life is how we heal, and we welcome you to do the same. This is Project Healing. We would like to take a moment to shout out our patrons, Catherine Kendall, Manuela Cardenas, Jessica Randall, Rue, Katie Duvetter, Janet Adams, Chelsea Ayers, and Katie Nicholson. Thank you so much for your support. And if you are interested in joining our Patreon, we do have multiple tiers available, which include personalized readings, Reiki healing, and monthly group readings as well. So head on over to patreon.com and become a supporter of Project Healing so that we can connect on a more personal level. Welcome back to Project Healing. (laughs) Hey, guys. Jenna, how are you today? I am all right. I am. I'm tired. I will tell you that I'm tired. I spent the weekend with a lot of crazy energy, so I'm a little sleepy. (laughs) I feel that, except mine was all kids, so nothing unusual over here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, yes, we were talking earlier about what we were going to talk about on this episode. We were talking about staying true to yourself, right? Yeah, absolutely. Being authentic in every situation. I can't imagine what sparked that idea. Well, you see, I don't mind sharing. I was with, I was on a retreat over the weekend with 10 women. And it was a very interesting dynamic. All sorts of different personalities in one house for a weekend. But I will say the overall theme that I like took away from everything is that we all felt comfortable with just being ourselves. Um, even if our crazy came out, because for some of us, myself included, our crazy came out and, and you know what? It's just okay to own that sometimes. So I thought we should maybe jam on that. I think people are afraid to own it sometimes. <laughs> okay. Yes. I think that believe it or not, I was pretty, it's baby hiccups in the background. Um, <laughs> It was awesome. I was pretty shy about being myself for a long time. And I think moving away is what really put the nail in the coffin and allowing myself to just figure out who I was. (laughs) I felt like I could see the ellipses in your brain. Like you were like, but dot, dot, dot. And then it just kept going. Like it was like, hold on. I'll be back in a second. (laughs) Okay, wait, let's circle back, though. You said that when you were younger, you struggled. You struggled, like, being who you were. What do you think? What do you think your hold back, hold back, hold up? Why do you think you struggled? How about that? (laughs) I think when you grew up in a small town that you have people kind of, they know you from kindergarten right on up, right? Like, you know them from Mm. the time they're picking their noses to the time they're 
on their first date and off to college. So I think it kind of sets in that you are this person and you just keep going with that no matter how you feel you've changed. It's harder mm. to outgrow an area or outgrow like your own mentality, your own mindsets, your own perspectives if you're not ever removed from that. And even like, I know you've never moved too far away from where you grew up, but you have and you're in different circles of people. I think that is is a similar thing. So it's interesting that you say that because so I grew up in the city where I live in the city of Rochester. I went to city schools from I was going to say from birth. No, not from birth. I wasn't in school at birth um, from kindergarten. Yeah, from kindergarten through fifth grade. And then in the sixth grade, we have a program here called the Urban Suburban Program. So if you um, are minority, which I'm I'm Puerto Rican, so you are able to go to some of the suburban schools. So I was able to go to a small town school that was kind of close to my house. Um, and so in sixth grade, I left all of my friends and went to a completely new school where I knew nobody and it was interesting, like walking in on the first day and being like, whoa, I'm a fish out of water here. I was me, but it was definitely an experience to be like, okay, I'm still who I am, but now nobody knows me. And now like I had to go through that, like, do I need to fit in? Do I want to fit in? And I kind of had to decide at a young age, like, which direction I was going to take. And I just decided I felt best being me because that whole, like, fitting in thing didn't work out so well for me. Wait, when you move to a different, okay, so you're still in the in the area that you grew up, but you're within a different group of people now. And it's not even so much deciding who you are and if you fit in with them. It's that you're now exposing yourself also to a different side of yourself. Mm. Like you're having new experiences that drag you out of your norm and that would make it difficult to really identify with like, are you a sellout for not being yourself, quote unquote, anymore? Or are you just adapting and learning and changing with your environment? Yeah, I went from being like one of the girls to like the city girl, which was so weird because it was like all of a sudden I wasn't like just one of the girls in, you know the class of whatever I was like the city girl in the class of whatever, you know? So that, that was interesting. I was like, why, why do I have this like label on me? It felt really strange. Um, and I think that is part of like what drove me to just be like, well, you know what, I'm just going to continue to like radiate my own personality and see how this goes. And it was definitely, it was culture shock for me really. Um, because I went through from like a very diverse upbringing, to all of a sudden, um, a very much so like less diverse school. So interesting. It's interesting. You went where it looks more like least. me with all the little white kids running around, right? That's, <laughs> that's what it turned into. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So absolutely. It's so today I was on TikTok, and I was watching this woman who was talking about how. Her kids get screen time, and she's always got that friend in a group who's like, oh, we don't let our kids watch TV. They don't get screen time kind of thing because that's their choice, right? But they're they're projecting that judgment out yeah. toward whoever doesn't do things the way that they do them. 
And I thought that was interesting given what we were going to talk about today because we have this fear of really identifying who we are to people for fear of being judged and that they're going to think that we're like bad parents or bad women or bad whatever. And it's really when it comes down to it, it's not your business. So right. it becomes so much easier just to say who you are and own it. I feel, one, the older that you get, but two, the more you really get clear on what it is that, on who it is that you are and what it is that you're doing. Like moving home, years ago, going home made me anxious because I always felt like I didn't fit in. Going home now, it feels like I'm the hippie with the sage and I'm the psychic and I'm the one doing like all the weird woo-woo stuff. But I'm so comfortable in that, that it's not a threat anymore. Or yeah. it would be like drinking heavily to not realize how much people were, if they were even telling their own story in their head about me, it didn't matter. But I had fabricated this whole existence in my head where I was like the black sheep, you know? And it's so silly. Yeah. Who cares if you're the black sheep? March to the beat of your own drum. Who cares Absolutely. if you fit in with everybody else? Just be yourself. Well, and you just hit the nail on the head, like why people struggle with being authentic. And it's funny, I wrote down two notes before we started talking. And I said, people are fearful of showing who they truly are. And it's not because they're afraid of who they are. It's they're afraid of how it will be received. Yep. Um, and I had a few instances over the weekend in a house full of a lot of energy and 10 women where I had to like use my voice and speak up and be my, like, I can be a very strong, assertive woman. Um, that side of me only comes out in certain situations. And I, I had to kind of let that loose um, a few times. And I was like, pretty proud of myself because I didn't go, oh my God, I wonder what everybody thought about that. I was like, no, 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 these are my boundaries. And I need to stand up for myself because I'm not feeling comfortable right now. Um, and you know, when we started talking about this, I thought about, you know, maybe even 10 years ago, I would have been like, rawr. And then I would have been like, oh shit, you know, mm. like, oh, maybe that was a little too much. Um, but with that said, being your authentic self does not give you a pass to be an asshole. It does not. Right. Um, you still need to be conscious of other people's feelings and make things right if your authentic self takes it too far, right? <laughs> your if you're authentic like, self. Well, yes, this is who I am and I'm going to put you in your place. But then you realize like you projected a little too much onto them and maybe that's a trigger for them and you notice that. Um, you got to make it right and and remember that everybody is a different human based on our life experiences. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And there are different instances where you're going to feel really comfortable in your own skin and talking about who you are and being your own authentic self versus other times in your life when you're like when I'm with my in-laws, who I am as my authentic self is not well received by them. So I am a little quieter. And that's okay because I'm not putting myself out there in a way to be ostracized or questioned about things that I believe very strongly in. I would rather just say this is who I am and this is what I believe and we believe differently and we can leave it at that. It's okay to right. have different beliefs and thoughts and, and, and um, ideas about things as long as we can respect them within each other. I think that's huge today. You can, I, there's a girl that I follow on TikTok who is a very, very strong-willed Trump supporter. I am not. 
And it's funny to see other people, it's not funny, it's sad to see other people tearing her down like, oh, a beautiful woman like you, you shouldn't support him, blah, blah, blah. And regardless of whatever I believe politically, because that's not what this podcast is about, but we're here to support other women. We're not here to tear them down because they have differing political views. So Absolutely. Soapbox that too. Be comfortable in who you are and don't be afraid to share it. But don't tear someone else down for being comfortable in their own skin. Yes. And we're we're seeing so much of that right now um, to the point where it's like it's tearing social dynamics apart, really. People are so quick to say, well, if that's what you believe, then I'm not walking alongside you. And in certain cases, obviously, that's the thing. I think at the end of the day, we need to be good humans. I think that that's very important. Um, but, um, like in the case of, we're just going to say it with, this is not a political show, as we said, but in the case of politics, that's, that's tricky, right? Because if we think about politicians as a whole, it's pretty hard to find one that's completely straight and narrow. So at some point when it comes to that, we have to pick our poison, right? It's like, unfortunately, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And I think that the fear and division right now is so prominent in all aspects. Um, and people are almost more fearful of being authentic right now because we're all kind of walking on eggshells, right? Yes, I do. I think we are all walking on eggshells because we don't want to offend anyone. And I think people are quick to use that word offend, but it's not always offensive. I feel like You see people online saying that they don't agree and someone automatically goes, oh, I didn't know you would be so offended. Maybe they're not offended. Maybe they're just stating their opinion. We we have come to view differing opinions as an attack on who we are and what we believe. And it's not. The the thing is, the problem is exactly what we created this podcast to do is to come to the table and have a conversation about things that are complicated and things that make our lives difficult if we stay divided on. And, And if we don't have these conversations because we don't agree, we're not really moving forward. We're moving backward. These conversations need to be had. The tough talks need to be had. And we need to be more accepting of people as a whole. Definitely. Definitely. And it's really hard to, you know, we're we're sitting here talking about being authentic. How are you truly being authentic if you're biting your tongue all the time? You know, that it, it doesn't feel good when you're not being yourself. So... I think that's part of why I wanted to talk about this is that when we come away from really showing and sharing who we truly are, things get difficult because it's like, it's like telling a lie, right? You tell one lie and then you've got to tell another lie to cover that lie and so on and so forth. And it becomes this vicious web. And before you know it, who's tangled up, you're tangled up in the web of baloney and how do you get out of that? If we are true to ourselves and authentic, you never have to unravel yourself. You can just Mm. be who you are and own it. And I personally feel that life is much easier that way, but I don't know, maybe you disagree. Who knows? (laughs) No, 100%. I agree with that. I think that's something that just, it becomes easier. Like, okay, when I was working with 
with a multi-level marketing company and I was in, in direct sales, honestly, I loved what I did, but I would hide it from some people. So some people knew that I was working with this, whole, with this holistic company and living this crunchy lifestyle and they were totally on board with it and I was really open with them about that. And then other people I knew would make fun of it. So I would join in making fun of myself for it. And that's not authentic. And that feels like shit. And those people yeah. who make fun of that, those were the hardest people to come out to about being psychic. But I now realize, too, those are the people who don't ask questions about things they don't understand. Absolutely. Yeah. They, they don't ask questions. And honestly, they fear it. So it's easier to, like, turn a blind eye to it and, and honestly go against it. Because it's right. like, well, if I just say that I'm against this, then I don't need to learn. And uh, that closed-minded view of life really drive that drives me insane. Um like people that are just not willing to um, see a vision outside of their own. I think right. that it's important that we are authentic in who we are, but we also need to realize that we cannot um, possibly know every um, facet of every situation because we're only living a personal experience. So, um, you know, Right. And isn't it the job of connections and community and making friends and and having conversations with people who don't see things the same way as you? Isn't that how we grow? Isn't that how we develop another part of our authentic self? It's in growth like that. Don't shut yourself off to conversations because you're afraid of, one, how people will receive you. Or two, even this just came to me because you fear sounding stupid or unintelligent because you don't have any knowledge on this. I'll be the first to say... And I'm almost a little ashamed of it. I don't have nearly as much political knowledge going into this election season as I normally do. But I really, for anxiety's sake, removed myself from all of it. With new baby, in the middle of a move, everything going on in the world with COVID and everything, Mm. I've kind of tuned out. And uh, it's not, I don't think that's wise, especially for our generation. But I do know that I, mental health, I feel so much better. And if someone wanted to have a conversation with me about something political, I would be the first to say, hey, I don't have a lot of education on this at this point in my life, but I would really love to hear what your opinion is. I may not have anything to share back, and if I do, it's certainly not from the same resources as your information. So just be open to hearing my opinion as my opinion, not as like a thesis. Yes. Yeah, definitely. You know, you you just made me think of something. That was one thing that I struggled with for a long time um, was like asking questions for fear of sounding um, like I lacked intelligence. Um, and I think that that's really important, too. And part of how I stepped into my true self is like I started owning like, OK, if, if you don't know what a word means in a conversation or you don't know what a person is talking about ask them. I'm not sure, you know, say it. I'm not sure what you're speaking on. Can you enlighten me on the situation? Because again, it comes back to the growth. We're only going to grow if we're honest about where we stand in something. So you saying straight out, like, okay, I haven't kept up with the the politics because of the climate of our world right now and needing to um, protect myself, (laughs) which is understandable. And I'm right there with you on that. Um, you are being, you're being authentic and saying like, I don't know the answers. I don't have all the answers, but I'm willing to learn. 
that willingness to learn is huge because that that's where our growth comes from. If you just walk around acting like you know everything and nodding and smiling and say, oh, yeah, I agree. You might agree to some shady shit. Just saying. (laughs) Right. Right. I agree Um, to some shady shit frequently. (laughs) It's also worth noting. I got lost in my thought there for a second. When you don't have knowledge on something and you admit that you're opening yourself up to learn a new experience, but you also for having learned more, you don't necessarily have to change your opinion either. I know with the work that you and I do, if you talk to a good handful of people, you'll say, oh, well, I'm a Reiki practitioner and that means I leave healing energy within the auric field of another person and that healing energy allows them to continue to do healing work and realign their chakras and help clear out negative energy. And some people are going to look at you like you have three eyes, well, four eyes, because I guess we do kind of have three anyway. So nerd dope. <laughs> um, they're going to look at you like you're crazy and they may not understand it. And it's not... It's not your job to make them feel comfortable. So you can just say, yeah, so that's what I do. And right. own it. Yep. Don't say, well, I yeah. know it sounds crazy. I mean, although it does sound crazy when you don't have any background on it, it's not your job to make them comfortable. It's your job to educate people in what they don't know in order to, you You know where I'm going with this. It's your job to keep spreading the education and, and allow yourself to be educated by others as well. It's not a one-way street. Yeah. Don't be the preacher who never, ever sits in the congregation. Absolutely. Yeah, that's huge, I think. Um, we, we never stop growing. And if you think that you've <laughs> kind of completed your cycle of growing, then you're stuck. <laughs> and that's all there is to it. Um, we need to be open to learn and to experience different things um, from our, it's okay to experience it from your own line of vision. Um, but we can't just kind of shut down the things going on around us because we're like, well, this is just how I see it. That I think that's right. a huge part of what's wrong in our world right now is some people are only seeing things from their line of vision. And, um, that's where, again, that fear and division pops in because we can't get through the middle, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot more people need to extend that olive branch to help pull people over to the other side than they need to just make them see exactly what they're saying and, and force them into like that, that power of persuasion. I'm struggling with words today. Um, every day it's, it needs to be more about (laughs) offering new insight than it is converting people to your belief structure, educate, but don't expect to convert. Absolutely. I kind of want to circle back to how you were saying you would kind of adapt um, based on who you're hanging around with the MLM stuff and also with your your woo-woo side. Mm-hmm. Um, I can definitely relate to that. And that's something that um, I've seen a lot in my friend circles as well is people will kind of be like, like a chameleon and they'll change their well, at least their spoken belief systems. I believe internally they believe the same stuff, but 
they will kind of change and adapt what they believe in in the moment so that they can kind of fit into the crowd. And that is something that pains me to watch. Yeah. It pains me to watch that Um, because, I mean, it almost feels like a cry for help to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Like there's something missing for that person that they they feel the need to have to fit in at all times. And it's not – yeah, it's it's okay to be the black sheep, you know, or be the pink pink flamingo in you know a sea of crows. It's, oh that's my God, okay. I, love that. um, <laughs> I don't know where that one came from. That's literally the image that I saw in my head was a pink flamingo in like a field of crows. So there you go, guys. You're welcome. I will be the pink flamingo. I love that. <laughs> It's so important to stand up for who you are and yourself. And by standing up for yourself, I don't, I just mean like, don't bend and break for people who don't understand you. Stay, stay true to who you are. Don't be afraid to tell someone you disagree and you do things differently. Right. And you also don't have to like know everything. Like if you're hanging out with Catherine and I and you're like, oh, they do Reiki, they're both psychic. Like that doesn't automatically mean that you have to be a woo chick that believes in energy healing. Like that's we're not going to judge you because that's not on your plate. Um, But we might want to educate you on it and, and teach you about it. Because if you're curious, you know, you can ask the question. But just because it's something that we believe in, we we are fully aware that it's not something that everyone believes in. I had a student, one of my intuitive students, that um, started utilizing the TikTok platform because, you know, it's a great way to reach people. And those of us that are healers and readers, we want to help people. So she started utilizing the TikTok platform to connect with people. And she was finding herself really affected by the negative comments that were coming in by from the non-believers. Because wherever she fell in that TikTok algorithm, she was getting people that didn't necessarily believe. Hmm. Um, And it was beating her up. She went into like straight imposter syndrome because she felt like, oh, my gosh, maybe what I'm doing is not real. And I was so grateful that she came to me and she said, what do you do in these situations when these people come at you? And I told her straight out. I said, I read the comment and I delete the comment. I do not respond. I know what I believe. Yeah, I'm like, oh, sorry that you feel that way and that you felt the need to project it onto me. Delete, goodbye, have a nice day. I'm not going to take my time and energy to respond to people that are not willing to look outside of the house that they live in. That's, it's draining. It's very, very draining to do that. So, you know, um, it's okay to remove yourself from a situation where people don't believe in your truth. That's okay to protect yourself from that. That doesn't mean that you aren't being authentic. It actually means that you are staying true to who you are. um, And it's honestly a chance to level up because you're not stooping to their level to argue with them. Oh, that is everything. Can I say as a hot tempered Aries, I find it really difficult to walk away from an argument. Oh, Oh, girl, I'm a Gemini. I feel ya. I feel ya. (laughs) Son, yeah, I I feel that. It's it's just so hard to knock it all spun up. But you have to remember, when you spin out like that, too, no one's listening to each other. You're both just yelling back and forth at that point. Yes, exactly. 
Exactly. And for anyone who's exploring something new in their life um, and people are like, oh, you're phony. This is not who you are. I went through this when I kind of came out of the woo-woo closet. There were people that were like, oh, you're all of a sudden psychic. No, no, I'm not all of a sudden psychic. I've all of a sudden discovered how to utilize my gifts and how to truly work with my gifts. It's not something that happened to me overnight, but I don't, I didn't feel the need to explain that to people. Um, because I felt that anyone that truly cared about me and that was invested in being a part of my life wasn't going to cast that judgment. And that's important to recognize too. If you feel that you need to explain yourself to your crew, quote unquote crew all the time, then maybe it's time to find another crew that accepts you for who you are and all of who you are, not just a part of who you are. And aren't the friends that just stand by you and go, oh, that's really cool. Like the best gifts in the world. Mm-hmm. They really are the friends that just keep bending with you and bend and bend and bend. And you can have, I have a friend back home who I've known for literally my entire life. And I can tell her the next greatest thing that I'm on to. And she's always like, oh my God, I hope you love it. And it's such a beautiful thing to have that. And at the same time, she's also like, well, the F are you thinking sometimes and puts a stop to it. So <laughs> we all need those people in our <laughs> lives, though. And she helps me stay true to myself. I will certainly say that. So surround yourself with people who respect who you are and respect your difference of opinion. Yes, definitely. I agree. Do you want to pull a little card? Mine are all pack, so you pull one. Okay, I got you, boo. Girl, this packing. (laughs) I thought I'd have so much stuff to go through and throw out and, like, Marie Kondo the hell out of some stuff. I don't, which is good. But I wonder if I'm sentimental enough. (laughs) (laughs) I have one box. Just, well, you journal. Just make sure you write those memories in your journal, you know? You don't have to save every piece of paper. But write it down in your journal. You might okay. you might enjoy this card. So I got Ooh. a hopes and dreams card. Mm. And it says, what do you wish you could spend more time doing? Oh, my God. What was the first thing that came to your mind? Oh, you know, I didn't. I was, like, really excited for you because I was like, ooh, this will give her a break. And I'll give her a chance to daydream. Okay, hold on a second. No, to relax. Okay. Really that's so funny yeah. because how much trouble right? have you and I had over connecting anything? Like it took us 20 minutes to get on to freaking podcast today. It did. It it's did. crazy. <laughs> Mercury, Everything. Mercury really loves us. <laughs> it really, it really does though. It wants us to slow down and release. You know, I found a folder that said always busy on the front and I, I wanted the manifestation goddess in me now wanted to throw it out because I'm like, I don't have to always be busy to be successful and productive. I like literally I didn't like that folder. I'm the mom who if I ever had a little girl, I'd never put her in a princess shirt because I don't want her to have the mentality of being entitled. Like that's <laughs> 100% who I am. So that folder, I really felt some kind of way, but I, I packed it. Don't worry. I, I wasn't wasteful. Well, um, you know what? When you unpack it, just take a Sharpie and it says always busy right on it, creating the life that I love. And there you go. Now it's something positive. You're so lovely. I love that. (laughs) Why are you so cute? You're so lovely. You're so lovely. I don't know. I I really believe in recycling. Yes, me too. (laughs) 
I want to relax with my kids more. Um, I want to invest myself in who they are and not in what I have to do next. And I know this is a season yeah. in my life, but it's this season is really dragging on, man, and I am tired of it. I am ready to relax. I, yeah, I'm with you on that. I think um, I would... I would like to travel with my family more just to give my kids more of those, um, diverse experiences. That's something that I didn't, we didn't travel a lot when I was a child. And when my husband and I were in our twenties, like we were like, let's go do all the things and see all the things. And we would go to like all these different places and just check them out and go to museums everywhere and things like that. And like, you know, just see things. And, um, now that we have kids, it's like that hustle and bustle of the daily life, right? And it's work, yep. eat, clean, go to sleep. And so I wish I had more time um, to spend like traveling with my family. Um, like internationally? To have those. And anywhere, honestly. Yeah. Anywhere. I just want them to see of what I saw in my life so far and experience it with them too, you know? Yeah. So definitely want to travel internationally because that is not something that I've really done. So no, me either. Yeah. And when you grow up in like Western New York, Canada doesn't count. Right. So exactly. Like exactly. People, I, I said for the longest time that I had never been out of the country and my mom was like, we went to Canada every single summer. And I'm like, that doesn't count. It doesn't yeah, count. What is, that's it's like not an like hour away. France. We went to freaking Canada. And I love Canada, right. and I know we have Canadian listeners, and I should say that we are not hating on Canada. We are hating no, on no, the proximity no, no. that makes us feel like it's insane to count that as traveling somewhere when farther into the state is farther away than into another country. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Canada yeah, gave I me love my Canada. first tattoo and drinking early. I will never hate Canada. <laughs> That's like Niagara Falls is a happy place for me for yeah. sure. I actually, my son got to go to Niagara Falls with day camp before we took him and I cried. I was so upset Aww. that I wasn't there with him that I cried because I was like, but that's my place. <laughs> so, is it the water? But the, but it's funny because I prefer the Canadian side over the American yeah, side. Because it's Sorry, so Americans, beautiful. but it's true. It is. It's so beautiful. It's amazing. It really is. Oh my goodness. All right. Homies, we got scary stories coming for you soon. I promise we didn't forget. We just got back to reality busy, didn't we? We sure did. We yeah. sure did. How's homeschooling yeah. going? It's going well. It's, some days are a challenge, um, but overall, I think it is a great experience for both of us. Um, actually, as we speak, um, we had to record at a different time than we usually do. So my son is upstairs working on human anatomy, but also doing a spooky project. So he is um, gluing Q-tips that he cut up onto a black piece of paper to make Aww. a skeleton. So, so he's cute. looking at like, yeah, so we're, we're loving it. I love to be creative and my son is very creative. So we actually work really well together. Obviously, some days are a struggle because, you know, he's like, what do you mean you're my teacher, mom? That's not cool. Right. Um, but for the most part, we do really well. Um, and I'm loving the creative experience. I do find it funny, though, that all of a sudden everybody wants to know what my son is learning. And nobody asked that when he was in public school. So that's yeah, they're janking ideas from you. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I feel like it's like a check-in. Like, what are you actually learning at homeschool, Cameron? Oh. I'm like, don't you worry. I got this. And it's funny because, like, he doesn't even see half of the stuff as learning. Like, right now, he thinks he's just doing, like, a creative spooky project when really yeah. he's learning where all the bones are placed. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because he'll they're like, oh, what did you do in school today, Cam? And he's like, nothing. I'm like, oh, you did so much and you don't even know. But I love that. I love That's that he fantastic. thinks you did nothing because... That, that means that he's having a good time and he thinks that he's just hanging out. So cool. That works for me. That's something I'm super looking forward to being back in upstate New York, a couple houses up from my mom. Everything she does is a lesson because it's so in her, like it's in you because y'all are teachers. She just has yeah. to make everything a learning experience. And it's so it's stuff that just doesn't come naturally to me. So I'm really excited to let her have that relationship with him finally and let him have that. It's exciting. And I'll feel like my child will be so much more intelligent than I'm giving him the space to be right now, which is not a dig toward me. I just know where my strengths are. (laughs) Right. You provide, but you provide so many good experiences for them. And, 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 you know, just for anybody that's listening that may be feeling like, oh man, I don't know if I could ever homeschool. Um, Life is is a learning experience. So. It looks different for everyone, and um, as long as your kids are happy and thoughtful and kind, then they're learning, okay? Just don't let your kids be little a-holes running around because the world has enough of that. All right, everybody? Thank you. they're not (laughs) a-holes in public. (laughs) Right, right, right. Yeah, they've got to get it out of their system, as we all do. (laughs) As we all do. (laughs) Peace, love, and all the things, my friends. Stay true to your authentic self. And as always, screw you, Mercury and Retrograde, for making our technological experiences more difficult. <laughs> we'll catch you next time <laughs> on Project Healing. Bye. See ya.